What the fuck is going on, everybody? Welcome back to a special edition of the Pod Solo Show. I'm debating on whether calling this like Pod Solo featuring the return of The Bounce with Christian, Chris P, you know him, or um, just Pod Solo 14 featuring The Bounce. Hey, get away from those. Get away from the fucking flowers. Can't trust these fucking felines, if you know what I'm saying. Valentine's Day's coming up. No, but um, I just figured I'd give a little preamble slash half of a pod solo show before we get into it. Uh, I'd like to officially apologize for the depressing tone of last episode. It was uh, kind of a lot, but I think, you know, again, every time I make a mistake, I'm just going to call it part of the learning curve because, you know, I don't need to sit here and get sappy the whole time. That's not what you guys are here for. I should just probably try to lean into more entertaining aspects of my life. But regardless, we're going to end up rolling this into um, the Pod Solo Show slash The Bounce. Because The Bounce, I like that name a lot. But we're, we kind of talked about on a previously never published episode about the evolution of The Bounce and what we want to make it. Because basketball is only on for several months of the year, so... In the three to four months that's not on, we should uh, cover cinema, uh, more classy things. It's in our main description on the channel, so if you know how to read, I'd go over there. <sighs> Sorry for slurping with my tea. I might have to fucking edit that, that out anyway. Give myself a big gap here so I know where to edit. But so far, so great, because I think we had a really good 30-minute episode. We started off talking with uh, James, not talking with James Harden. I tried to get him on the episode, but um, he was a little busy. Um, we did some of the heavy leg work for him. We were scouting out uh, Philadelphia strip clubs, just, you know, reading Google reviews by some of the connoisseurs of the area and seeing what they had to say. We go into depth with that a little bit. Because I think it's important that when a new player is coming to a city and he has certain uh, interest socially, that um, he can just jump right into that comfortably without having to uh, trial and error all the different strip clubs of the Philadelphia area. But no, in all seriousness, um, I am uh, looking forward to... Uh, taking Joe Rogan's place over at Spotify. I just got off the phone with their executives. They're really excited to have me. You know, a relatively inexperienced podcaster, but once he has uh, vacated his position because of, um, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Um, I'm not here to give you a class on when you can and cannot say the N-word. I'm sure there's other lectures by uh, other professors that can go over that kind of stuff. But I'm really excited for my move to Spotify and that $150 million contract coming my way. And I hope you guys are excited for me. Do I deserve it? No. It's more of a podcast cantina thing and the Pod Solo Show is kind of a... You know, it's a conditionary add-on. You, you gotta do what you gotta do. But... No. Really looking forward to that and the progression of this podcast because uh, I did like, what, two or three minutes before this when I was recording and I was like, ah, oh, this is all kind of fucking dog shit, right? I started out notes for like another episode of the Pod Solo Show, and I wasn't really feeling the direction that they were going. I'll kind of look over it a little bit now in case those notes end up rolling over into Pod Solo 15, or the true Pod Solo 14, whatever's going on. I was born to entertain, not to labor. God, I'm so dramatic. Every Monday is another chance. Another chance to change, to make a difference in your own life or somebody else's. Yeah, that's kind of a little bit like what last episode is too. I try to write these little personal anecdotes for myself to either describe my situation mentally at that moment or to reflect upon in uh, a positive or negative light. But let's see, my sense of fulfillment, blah, 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 anxiety, potential topics. Oh yeah, if I started my own, if I started my own YouTube channel... Uh, what would I need equipment-wise? What would I cover as far as content? Would it be any different than a podcast? Should I just treat this podcast like a YouTube channel? I had a good thought with that, but I don't 
know what where I was going. I don't know what it was. I'll probably just have this recording rolling until uh, Taylor gets here. And I'm going to just write it out. So whatever happens, happens in the next 15 minutes. 10. Who fucking knows? I've been trying to write some film ideas so that whenever I uh, officially get in front and behind the camera, I'm fully prepared for whatever's thrown at me. I'm not going to share these just yet because I'm still you know, rounding out the edges. But like one of the things I wanted to do was like... Um, fake life hacks on TikTok that'd be really funny you know because when people are like let me show you how to fucking do this fucking thing and you're just like oh that's really cool and clever and interesting but what if we did that but funny and that's more of a reference for Kyle but if we did something like that of course I'd want to watch those and get inspiration like what's a fake life hack I don't know sounds like a decent idea if I do say so myself or like a spoof of a paranormal investigation. I've probably talked about that before. I don't know. A lot to do. A lot of stuff. I uh, spent most of my day today kind of just in the house. I spent a few of those hours playing video games. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, I've been trying to read a lot more. I, I think reading's been my comfort zone. Especially the past couple months because it's like, even if it's a comic book, even if it's got fucking pictures, it's still it's still knowledge. You're still getting something out of it. So I have, and they're not to mention, sensational stories. And a lot of it is show, don't tell. Because the book is all tell, unless you're really good descriptively like a Tolkien or something. What the fuck am I talking about? <clears throat> Tuesday, oh yeah, I need to make to-do list. I got out of the house, got some uh, flowers ahead of time. What the fuck am I looking at for my significant other? I see like a fucking plastic thing on there. Um, I don't know what they are. They have a nice southwestern vibe. Some like weird cactus looking things in there. But um, cute because she's not much of a roses gal. Um, at, least, at least that's what she's told me because they're kind of stereotypical. I mean, everyone gets fucking roses. I get roses. No, I don't. I don't get any flowers. I'd really appreciate it. If, you know, no, this is, this is not the place for that. Uh, so we watched uh, an hour of the... Oh, yeah, and I got an extra thing of vodka because it's going to be a busy weekend. I'm not getting out to any stores. I just want to go straight to where I'm going and straight back. We got the Super Bowl one day. We got motherfucking uh, Valentine's Day the next day. And the day after that, we have fucking uh, the Pod Nightly Cantina. It'll be me, Christian, Kyle. We're all talking the Book of Boba Fett finale. We're talking the motherfucking... Uh, <laughs> I gotta stop doing that. We're talking Super Bowl, great commercials, um, the halftime show with Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, uh, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, I guess. And, um, hello? Is this still picking up? Okay, just making sure. Because my fucking mixer's been cutting out on me, like, sometimes, and I don't like that. I don't want to have to buy a new mixer, because then I'm like, well, why don't I just buy a USB mic? Well, why do I do that when I have a fucking somewhat expensive microphone god I did not make the right decisions after high school been trying to look back through my historical reference book my red fucking uh, composition notebook that I write a lot of pot ideas in to kind of just try to focus this oh my god I have like a bunch of notes for this episode in that notebook that I don't have handy so I guess that's going into the next episode kind of a because I've been like wanting you to do I blah blah blah. Jesus fucking Christ. I've been wanting to do more pod solo shows um, at least once a month, at most twice a month. You know, kind of just like little updates and shit like that. To keep it consistent with the podcast, the pod channel, and as well as just to keep practicing. Even whenever I put these out and they're not very good, like the last one, which was super 
not recommended. Don't go listen to it. It's probably depressing. And why would you do that to yourself? Why did I do it to myself? Still trying to figure that out. But I'll probably do like a January, February, like mental month in review, MMR, you know, to uh, kind of just reflect because they've been kind of hectic months. I feel a little more uppity today. I really think, really, really think that the not gray skies and having green leaves on the fucking trees. I said it once, I'll say it a thousand times. Fucking hate the winter. Um, having that stuff is just an extra shield for your mental uh, mental health defenses because it's way easier to become more susceptible to fucking all the negative bullshit out there when there's just not a positive environment. Like, look at Seattle, you know, it's all dark and gray and Kurt Cobain and people are not uh, always happy there. So, and then look at uh, uh, Hawaii. It's pretty, seems pretty nice unless you're... Uh, being invaded by uh, Mark Zuckerberg, or is it Bezos? Who fucking knows? Sorry, I'm just fucking slamming this tea because the longer I talk, the colder it gets, and that kind of defeats the purpose of tea whenever uh, it's not good. I've noticed that we need to get a new fucking humidifier because I'm just so dry, not enjoying myself. We just need to spend the money because I just have to, like, make sure my voice is great. I wish there was... um more non-vaporous forms and ways to consume cannabis in Kansas. You know, just like, you know, some coffee or something or a water or like, ooh, a little Rice Krispie treat or something like that. Because, oh my God, for someone who can barely breathe all the time, I don't think smoking all the time is good for you. I'm not a medical professional, but it's a good estimation, I think. Dr. Gourley, I'd like that. You know what? Could I don't think I could be a doctor, but I don't think I couldn't be one. Again, I'm gonna just keep this fucking weird rambling thing until uh, until the show's over, because we got the the last thirty minutes of this will be um, the bounce. I'm thinking about going back. There's like two or three episodes with me and Christian, and one with like there's at least one episode with me and Christian of the bounce that I never published because, and I mentioned it in that second half. Because by the time I got around to like wanting to pub, not wanting, I just never got around to publishing it. And then it was three weeks late that we were already talking about NBA stuff that was like three, like no one's going to hear that. They're like, oh, that doesn't, it's all irrelevant, but I might end up plugging them in sometimes on the back half of these because there's good content there. Like there's one um, with me, Ramsey and Christian, and I know if Kyle was there, we would have published it because I would have been an official podcast cantina. Jesus Christ. That's another thing about the smoking. Just my, I gotta get my uh, fucking cardio up. Went and played some basketball yesterday, and uh, it's really good. But it's always a constant reminder that I'm just completely not in the shape I was. But I, that's a realistic thing to face. But I'm only 23. I should still be able to dunk. I, you know, I can hang on the rim, but I need a few more inches to kind of get up there. If you know what I mean. Do I send out a breath now? Or just stuffy. It's another reason to go back to the humidifier. Because I'm just uh, stuffed as a mummy in here. I also could just have borderline asthma from uh, ripping, ripping shit, bongs and shit. Let's see, do I have anything else to talk about? I like this. This is kind of just like a thing of like, all right, let's keep going. Just pull it out of the ether. Who am I going for Super Bowl Sunday? I mean, I... Obviously, Joe Shiesty. I mean, the fucking the chain over the turtleneck. Come on. Don't know shit about football. I'm sure we'll talk a little more about it over at the podcast cantina. We're going to record that one Tuesday night, and hopefully I can just get it out by Wednesday morning. Hopefully no edits are needed. I mean, why would there be? <laughs> Come on. What are we if not professional? Leon the professional. No, we're not Leon. That's a... Uh, that's incriminating. We are not Leon the Professional. We are podcasters, first and foremost. Oh, my brother gave me a uh, fun fucking name for a podcast the other day. He said The Escape Pod. So that might be him and I's little uh, Star Wars Marvel podcast. Because we kind of talk Star Wars over at the podcast canteen. That's what it started at when we had that weird three-episode stretch where we talked about ranking the Star Wars movies and how in-depth we got about it. That's when we were still recording off the phone. That was fucking classic. So I guess that does like show some progression because we're not doing it the same way we were. We 
are professional. Now, do we have audio issues very frequently? Yeah, yeah. Because last episode we were going to use my mic but and laptop, but shit wasn't working. But I'm all upgraded. My Wi-Fi is up. I'm watching NBA all the time. It's great for me. Maybe not great for everybody, but I love doing it. So, wait, oh no, I had something else. I was fucking on a roll and I got half second distracted. Maybe it's all that tea I'm drinking. Ooh, THC, THC. Oh, that'd be nice. Like, I want to copyright that. But no, yeah, I've been thinking about doing an escape pod with my brother. Just throwing that, again, onto the podcast Cantina channel because that's the purpose of it, is having multiple, just one place to find a bunch of different shows so you don't have to go searching a bunch of different fucking things. And it's easier to spell than Pod Isley Cantina. We're not going to change the previous episode titles, but it's there for, like, memory. Rest in peace to Pod Isley Cantina. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Son of a Gun. I don't know the full story. Blah, 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 blah. That's weird. Um, What else was I talking about? I mean, nothing of importance. If you're still here this far in and you're waiting for the bounce, I'm sorry. It should be here any minute now. Regardless, um, I'm really excited for the future of the pod, solo show, and podcast cantina. I know I say that all the time, but I really mean it because this is one of the fun things I get to get to do because I've hopped on today and it's just been kind of an exercise of keeping the train of thought moving, you know? You got to keep pumping coal into the engine of your mind. Keep something burning. Not just burning you know, your surroundings or something like that. God damn it. I think I wrote down... Oh, I th- I did write um, one thing for this. Let me find that. Oh, yeah, I've been trying to work on my laziness. You know, nothing's going to happen when you're at home on your couch. Half-assing is back in action, and I need to cut that out. I was supposed to go to the gym this morning. I didn't. Long story short, that, that's it. I played Guardians of the Galaxy, which is really fun. I'm having a lot of fun with the game. The gameplay itself is okay, but the story is sensational. I've got to talk to Kyle and see if he's uh, been playing it or not. So, <sighs> hard times make hard men or something like that. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times okay and then the cycle repeats okay I get it now but I had my own variation on this high times create high people high people create high society high society creates low points low points create high times and the cycle continues and repeats itself Oh my god, I think my lovely Taylor's here. This will be fun. We'll get a couple of words um, from Taylor Faith herself. Um, again, a little prelude to the bounce. Oh yeah, I, I got you some flyers. Help you like them. They got some southwestern appeal. I don't know what those little cactus things are. Holly, would you like to announce yourself to the world? Mm. No, no, no. They're right here. This is the world. Yeah, I mean, but you gotta yeah, you get a little closer. No, it's it's part of the aesthetic, you know. I get. It. Oh my god, my cat just fucking. Ugh. Hopefully the audio is still turning out because my cat just took a fucking lap across my keyboard. Yeah, that's very exciting. Um, yeah, today is pretty much our first part of Valentine's Day. I'm sure we'll do something Valentine's Day day, but. You know what it's like getting fucking reservations the day. It's the fucking 14th. Where are you going to go? And they're just going to serve you an overpriced meal. You know the fucking bullshit. So we're going to do that tonight on a regular Friday. And then the 14th, I'm sure we... uh, Did we have anything planned? We had something planned? Yeah, we we might go see Jackass Forever. Seems like a beautiful way to spend (laughs) fucking Valentine's Day. I'd love to see my two idols, Jasper Dolphin and um, Johnny Knoxville. Is Steve-O in it? Mm-hmm. What? But it's 
Oh, we, you can never run out of eggs. So um, I'll wrap up this first half of the show here so you can guys can get what you uh, really came for. Again, I've been unenunciating. That's not even a fucking word. Everything on this podcast. But um, yeah, it is the return of the bounce in this kind of small preview where we don't really even talk about basketball that much. Hi, Ella. I wonder if that's even picking up. If you can hear a purr, uh, headphone users probably can hear. It. If you're on speaker, it's probably just like a lower frequency that they like they can't even pick up. Yeah, it's the return of the bounce with Christian and myself. I'm sure we'll do an All Star Weekend follow up update. I'll probably call this Pod Solo 14. You know, it's like 20 ish minutes of content anyway. I don't want to make a custom cover for the bounce. That sounds like a lot. Next one, I'll probably do John ja Morant though. I haven't done a jaw cover. We need to. One of my favorite players. Hopefully. What? No, it has to fill the screen. <laughs> I'm kidding, audience. All right. Love you guys. Actually, you know what? I've never said it before. I don't love you guys. Unless, Mom, you're listening to this. You're the best. Love you. Um, and enjoy this episode of The Bounce with myself and Crispy Christian Strips. We'll do a little test recording. Storm clouds are raging. Well, what political compass thing are you talking about? Uh, Jeff Bridges is, is like a libertarian left. Uh, oh, I think I did send you that. Um, John Goodman's like bottom right, and then libertarian right, and then uh, the, what's his name is in the middle, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> like he's like right in the middle. Oh, the top left is that art chick, and then on the top right is... Uh, the the big Lebowski yeah, the, yeah that guy yeah and then on the right is the people with nothing <laughs> <laughs> oh the fucking um they're nihilist Donnie you don't have anything to worry about <laughs> yeah let me look because all uh, if I, I send so well. when I send you tweets like um I don't know I, yesterday I uh, went I, I I went to Ramsey's Twitter and I was I looked at like the most recent thing because you just like white. searches at Ramchim fam on a fucking <laughs> web tab <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did, I did. and uh, and then I. Then I saw yours, and then you were telling me about your likes, but I can't see people's likes, so I just went through like your most recent stuff. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is pretty funny. I didn't think you'd actually do that. <laughs> I'm not going to go through your likes, but I mean, I couldn't. <laughs> like, you know, like I said, I wouldn't. Oh, dude, shout out to back on January 18th, developing James Harden is open to relocating. Crazy. Crazy how life works. I think his little stupid ass should have waited a season. <laughs> I so, know, he fucked him up, like, doing it that way. And he's like, train me now, please. And they're like, can you just wait? He's like, uh, no. no. <laughs> the strip clubs here suck. <laughs> <laughs> Let me I test don't know if Philly strip clubs are any good, right? Let me t- check this audio before we get too further. And you check uh, Philly strip clubs. Philly strip clubs. <laughs> All right, so what's the word on Philly strip clubs? Uh, there's the Daydreams Gentlemen's Club, which is... Uh, on 5200 Unruh Avenue. Huh? Unruh. <laughs> Unruh. <laughs> um, and this guy says that it's the first strip club he's ever gone to that you're forced to tip all the girls, which sounds like bullshit to be well, honest. Well, this guy doesn't sound like a feminist, does he? Yeah, what an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Been here a few times. Decent, well-priced drinks. Awesome bartenders. Diverse dancers of all sizes, which I loved. <laughs> well, this guy sounds like a feminist. I like this guy. This guy's making like a fucking... Like Yelp review. Uh, <laughs> no, but you know. appreciate that, right? Like they're connoisseurs. <laughs> it's a good club to start your night at. Which Ooh. is nice. just don't get played and overpay for a dance. So he's like, start here, but don't finish here. Mm-hmm. Literally, don't come here. See, look, look. If you look at all the strip clubs in Philly, like on the map, they're all they're, by the river. This is like the most north one there is. So I think you just make your way down, and then once you get down here, this is like the grimy one. Really? No, nah, it's my grimy or like yeah, it's like a grimy strip. Club. Oh, okay. Like C sections all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> no, but listen, it's all natural, you know. You don't want to like get into that fucking. Oh, man, that uh, ain't no problem, you know. <laughs> if I want a plastic, I'd watch Toy Story. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then they actually responded. Like they responded to somebody. He said, uh, "Do not go here. I've been coming to Daydreams for four years now." He's telling us not to go. He's been there for four years. He said, "Well, he, that means it's it's reliable because." Hold on, no, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It, it's it's like we have an audience. 
He's like, yeah, fuck daydreams. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> but no, it's kind of like... Um... Oh, fuck, no, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, is this an episode of The Bounce? Or are we just going to run with The Bounce? I mean, we'll get into it. I feel like this is a good segue into James Harden. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because yeah. I feel bad for... Uh, not publishing last episode because like I think I texted you like it was like three weeks out and I was like oh fuck I never published that we're talking about like NBA shit that happened like a month ago yeah yeah we were already late when we got to do it and yeah I feel bad so you that's know, my bad it's alright I'll, I'll, I'll publish this tomorrow you think I'll give a it, fuck it's just it's just uh, our thing you know I think there was some edits that I needed to make that uh I never got around to making and I was like I can't risk it from the fucking biscuit right now so um Dude, this guy's story right here, his name is B, right? On Google Reviews, on uh, on this uh, Daydreams Gentleman's Club. All right. So he's talking about this girl named Scarlett. She's a dancer there. Ooh. And uh, Scarlett will demand you to buy her drinks, and if you refuse, she will curse at you, insult you, and stalk you around the place. Jesus. Such behavior is horrendous and unacceptable. But he's but he has been going there for four years, you know what I mean? So he's, you know, he's a respectable patron. He's like the <laughs> penguin at the Warren. No, know? like, listen, he just put her down. He's about to put himself up. I like this. I work hard and want to come to a place to relax <laughs> and enjoy the girls without harassment and such violating disrespect. I spend about $3,400 a year at Daydreams. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. I will no longer patronize... No, I will... Yeah, I will no longer patronize an establishment that tolerates the behavior of Scarlet. I don't think he used... It's patronize? I don't think he used it right. Yeah, no, yeah. that's not right. No, this guy's <clears throat> kind of dumb. But, uh... But he knows what he's talking about, you fucking dumb broad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a genius when it comes to going to fucking, what is it, daydreams. Daydreams. But they responded, and they're, they're really sorry about it. Well, James Harden, I hope you use this uh, as a good segue into like, coming to Philadelphia. Because when it comes to strip clubs, we are trying to like do the early work for you. No, we haven't been there ourselves. I've never even been to a strip club because, no. <laughs> because I support women. No, well, I feel like you're not supporting women if you don't go to a strip club. But I'm not saying I don't support women. I'm saying my woman doesn't support me supporting women. So that's like a whole thing right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> your your girlfriend's a turf. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little bit, dude. That's so fucking funny. Trans exclusionary radical feminist. Uh, <laughs> but you, back to James Harden. <laughs> you fucking J.K. Rowling cook. <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, I. It is a bad look though going to uh, Philly. That's a bad. That's a bad thing. He literally just dipped out in the middle of the season because he's like, uh, well, in his defense though, he's playing every. He's like the, he's getting the Russell Westbrook treatment because he's like playing every game and they're like, why aren't you guys better? And he's like, what are you talking about, Russ? I don't like the Russ slander. I like Russ. I know he's he's trying his best out there, but um, yeah, it's not working. Let's see, this. it's 150. There is, depending on what time zone they're talking about, free agency is either done or has one more hour as we're speaking, or two if it's Pacific or uh, Japan time. I'm not sure what's going on there. Yeah, I don't know how the NBA does things. Um, but I, I think uh, he hasn't been trying. And uh, uh, now that Durant's out, you know, and Kyrie doesn't play like half the games, you know, he just started playing like not too long ago. But I don't think he wants to waste the, the remaining amount of time he has left, you know. So, uh, I mean, it, it does look bad, though, but I don't blame him for leaving, you know? No, because, like, he's wasting his kind of precious years. He probably wants to win a chip. This could be a team, because him and Embiid could have a certain dynamic as far as, um, especially with the screen and roll game that we've seen a lot in today's game, I think that could work out in the favor, because James is a fucking top three passer in the NBA. He has fucking pinpoint accuracy and Embiid has been constantly demonstrating versus each team why he's the best big man in the league yeah I think his career has just been kind of uh, cursed by like injuries kind of for know? sure and I think he made might have made a devil's deal to get like hey let me go injury free this season but then like Ben Simmons didn't play and he's like can I roll that over into something else mm-hmm. maybe James saves the Sixers because we've seen Brooklyn this year they're not coming out of the East. No. They've, well, they lost like nine games in a row. With the way they lost to the goddamn Boston Celtics the other night by 30 with none of their big three, if your supporting cast is doing that, 
Like, same thing with the Lakers. If your backups can't back it up, you're probably not going far. When you look at teams like I think only Milwaukee and now Philadelphia could come out of the East. Maybe Miami as well. Chicago doesn't have what it takes. You don't think so? You were no. pretty hot on them earlier in the year. Then I, you know, uh, I did a, a business move and I purchased NBA League Pass. Mm-hmm. And um, I've got to watch a few of their games. And DeRozan's great, but I watched Levine's first game back. Again, first game back after an injury and stuff. I didn't think him and DeRozan gelled super well. There's only one outing. I have to keep it up. But compared to other teams, I don't think... Because they got whooped up by Phoenix the other night. It's how you do against the best teams. It's an 82-game season or whatever the fuck it is this year. Mm-hmm. But I think it's about what you do when you play the best teams. Like, if you get beat by... Cleveland is one of the better teams, but if you lose to Cleveland, it, it's not the fucking end of the world, you know? Yeah. If you lose to the Utah Jazz, who, again, are doing great without... I don't, I think Mitchell or Gobert may be back in the moment. Not really sure what's going on over there, but the Jazz are never going to get past the Western semis. It's just not going to happen. So if you lose to the Jazz, you're not going to fucking, you know, it's not the end of the world. But when we saw the Lakers play the Bucks a night or two ago, I guess, because you want to say the Lakers, no matter what, if they have LeBron and AD on the floor, they have a chance. But when they're losing to the Milwaukee Bucks on a regular night when they have, I don't think Russ played, but again, I mean... We're not, uh... You're talking about this last game? Yeah, yeah, yeah most Ru- recently. Ru- Russ was in the game. Was he? he got oh, yeah, he didn't play against Portland. Okay. Yeah. Fuck, dude. The Lakers suck. He's, uh... He's having a tough go. I think he's the complete opposite. He's on the opposite end of the spectrum of, like, what James Harden's doing. So, like, James Harden's not trying, you know? He's, like, doing, like, 60-50%, you know? When you watch him play, you're like, you're better than this, you know? We all know he's better than Because he's that. still going for the yeah. foul instead of the bucket. I don't know, like, uh... You you know what I'm talking about, like when they're going up and like, or where, like when they get somebody to reach in and then then they like throw their arms out yeah. or whatever. I used to think that was like a cheap thing, like I thought it was kind of dumb. You know, I thought it was like uh, people being cheeky with the rules. Yeah. But like, I heard Chris Paul on JJ Reddick's podcast talking about it, and he's like, people know that going into the game, they they know that's what I do. You know. It's a scouting report thing. Yeah. I didn't yeah. Hear it's that. like so like if you're gonna stick your arm in, like you know what's gonna happen. <laughs> you know, like he's like you knew that ahead of time. You know, so yeah, maybe think, you should be better at the game. And like, I thought that was a fair argument. I still don't like it, but I think it's a fair argument. But to counter that in some way, I think it's more about players taking advantage of good defenders because the ref in a quick half second will see you going straight up. But James has always been really good at tangling people, like arm, like hooking and shit like that. So that could always lead to. Uh, just more consequences as far as like I'd rather give the defender the benefit of the doubt than on the replay you know if you want to challenge everything I know coaches aren't really challenging shit but I don't know I prefer this type of style of officiating the playoff style all year round as opposed to just fucking because no one wants to watch free throw basketball the same thing with the clear path thing I was talking about with you the other night like let let these like gifted athletes and we're living in the best time of scoring basketball. I know old heads like fucking hard foul defense, but get fucked, you know, get get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's definitely less entertaining. But this is kind of a meeting in the middle as far as instead of like you can't touch anybody, people are kind of getting touched up this year and it's uh I don't want to say nice to see cuz I'm I'm over here talking on the other side of a microphone, but it's fun to watch i mean the referees still need to like maintain some control of the game you know like they should like be outside like they shouldn't like interfere too much because i don't like watching like a free throw contest you know like that was what, no. that's basically what a rockets game was for like seven years oh you know? yeah you're right like hard college basketball like, sometimes it's like 25 free throws a game it was like 20 free throws a game fucking will chamberlain numbers baby yeah, it was ridiculous like I, I just didn't care like he'd have like 40 points that game and he'd have like 18 from the free throw line like 20 25 which was just like not, it's not fun to watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, this year people are getting touched up, which is nice. Because, like, the game gets to, like, move quicker. You know? Like, people are moving back and forth. Because well, you can't come to the rim with that fucking bullshit, huh? Yeah, I think it makes for better offense. Like, even at, at the end of the like the game, like, the points are lower. You know? But, like, uh, I've been seeing some, like, you can't be letting Grayson Allen run in and just, like, <laughs> dick fucking people, bro. <laughs> you know? Oh, like, yeah, that's, fuck that, no. That, should, like, that shouldn't happen. Uh, I like you, Marcus Morris, a lot, but, uh, bitch. Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, a fucking psycho. You know, I hate Bill Lambeer kind of players. Like, no, fuck Bill Lambeer. Uh, is that that's what the Morris twins are? They just went to Kansas, so we have like this weird like. That's not them. the same. It is the same no, thing. They're no. just two of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're just like, which one is that? And you're like, oh yeah, okay. It's like any like isn't there like a Mario twi- like two twins who are like oh, I guess it's him Mario and Luigi. But... <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh fuck! Um, what else has been going on? Let's let's check Wadge's Twitter really quick. Ba-da, ba-da. Oh, speaking of which, that was fucking right there when I opened Twitter. Wadge-bomb. All right, so it's... <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. so the Brooklyn Nets are trading James Harden to the Sixers for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Bruno. I will fucking kill myself. Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first round picks. He couldn't wait, like, until next season. Yeah, that team kind of got gutted a little bit. Yeah. You know? Like, Seth Curry was, like, a nice piece for them. Yeah, he was a nice part of the team. The, you know? I've, always, like, I've always rated him pretty high, you know? Or, like, appropriately. I, I think he gets kind of underrated sometimes. Yeah, and then Andre Drummond has been, like, uh, a great backup for Embiid over the year because in case Embiid gets hurt, you want someone who can still fulfill, like, the heavy-duty lifting of the center position and that's what uh Drummond kind of brings to the table but I don't know maybe they're just trying to make a run right now while Embiid is 100% healthy because who knows next year he could fucking have a season ending injury and James is in the same position as he was uh he's doing okay this year right let me look uh nah he's having a bad year I mean Andre Drummond Andre Drummond got 6.1 points per game um well He's, point, back, point he's coming off the blocks, bench, though. You know? yeah. But, like, six points, though, bro? Like, give me 12. You know, give me 12 to 15. He's not that guy. He's never been that guy. We saw him bro, in what Detroit. Are, what are you talking about? He was averaging what, when he was on Detroit for his last season, right? He had 17.8. I guess off the bench, right? Maybe 10. I think 10's a good number for him. Like, last year he was having 11.9 points per game with the Lakers, and, like, they were ass last year. I mean, not as bad as they are this year, but. No, they should have ran that fucking team last year back, but that's a whole different conversation. I mean, his field goal percentage is pretty decent, though. It's .538, so I guess he's just not shooting a lot. Well, no, because um, he's usually out there on the court with, like, because Harris will play a little longer than Embiid will. Um, Then you have, like, guys like Maxie and stuff. Drummond's just getting the ball, kicking it out, you know. The fucking six to ten shots he gets in game, he's only going to hit maybe four to six of them, so... Man, this is kind of low. He's uh he's shooting the ball five times a game, four point nine, and uh, he's making two point six per game. Yeah, so <clears throat> that explains that. But let's not get too deep into Andre Drummond's uh, <laughs> fucking numbers here. Wait, so let me look at Seth. Uh, I think I am kind of disappointed that he had to go. The Nets are including Paul Millsap in the deal too, so it's not okay. Ooh. Bro, he was having 15 points a game this year. Who, Seth? Seth, yeah. Yeah, that's a big loss. Well, that's, I don't know that's, why that's a career high for him. I don't know why they picked him up. They have Patty Mills. They're like the same player. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia or the Nets? Talk about the Nets, right? Yeah, the Nets picked, well, got Seth Curry in it, but like they probably wanted something with value. I guess it's for whenever Kyrie doesn't play. I don't know. That team is just fucked. I think KD should get out, too. Go back to OKC, coward. Bro, I think Kyrie doesn't care. Like, at all. He's just getting paid. Like, I know he's he's actually said it. He's been like, yo, this is like my job. Like, he's like, it's like, I'm going to put myself before my job. You know, and I think that's like a good thing, way to like move around life, you know? Yeah, I don't blame but him like, there. I, I think it's because he's already won a championship, you know? Do you, do you remember that shot he hit? Uh, were they playing the Warriors the other night when he hit that same shot he hit in like 2016? Oh, yeah. He hit like the same shot, basically. Like, basically the same thing. Ugh, dude, it was fucking... Yeah, he, it was crazy. He's nice, bro. He, he's really. I crazy. love. That's one of the crazy things because you're like, ah, oh, Kyrie's kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. Especially like with the him getting out of Cleveland and him leaving Boston and stuff. Yeah, he's giving off real Alex Jones vibes. These days. <laughs> 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 like, uh, it all started. Remember when the first time he said anything kind of weird? Like he was like, "The Earth's flat." And everybody was like, "What?" <laughs> You're like, "Okay." And then later he was like, uh, "Yeah, I was I was wrong about that." You know? And you're like, "Okay, that I guess that's like one weird thing he thinks." You know? But then he started posting on Instagram like he's wearing like a third planet T-shirts and stuff. You know? And he's like talking about chakras. And Jesus. Shit. And you're like, "How about you get the fucking Moderna, bro?" <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Shut the fuck up about your third eye. Dude. Oh shit. I don't know, but but every time he plays though, it's like it's literally fantastic. It's yeah. Him, he he. What did you say that um? The man was born with a ball in his hand. What legendary point guard said some quote recently about him, right? That you told me recently. I think it was Chauncey Billups. Yeah, Chauncey Billups. I don't know said, about legendary, but really good. You know, like Hall of he's Fame. He's an NBA champion. Oh, I think he's a Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. They beat be. uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. Los Angeles. Um, hey, while we're talking about Los Angeles, I know this is a basketball podcast, but are you going to watch the Super Bowl? Yeah. Um, I'll probably be at Taylor's Mom's or watching it. Um, I'll probably, we'll be talking during the game and shit, but like, Watching commercials and like the halftime show because Kendrick Lamar's gonna be there. Oh, really? Yeah, look at halftime show for Super Bowl 56. I, I knew uh, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre and all that. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's a West Coast offense. Wow, that is so cool. Like, I didn't even know it was in Los Angeles until like two days ago. Oh, so the Rams are playing in LA? Yeah, so this is the second time in like NFL history that like the home team has been like also like hosting the Super Bowl at the same year. That's kind of crazy. But, like, the other time that it happened was last year. Wait, who was it? Tampa Bay. It was in Tampa Bay. Oh, it's only happened twice, shit. and it's been the last two. Maga years. country, baby. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the red part of fucking Florida for sure. Um, Isn't Florida's all red? Why is that? What about NBA? No one cares about the NBA All Star halftime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, say can you see? I, I can always just see this is gonna sound super suspect but like I always think about like Draymond and like licking his lips you know he's, he's like, like <laughs> <laughs> he, he like needs to laugh you know but he doesn't want to um, dude that was one of the funniest things like I wish I would've saw it live whenever she for you was doing that fucking what what okay Dr. Dre Snoop Dogg Eminem oh dang Mary J. Blige is gonna be there and Kendrick Holy shit. This is like the craziest halftime show. Ain't Los Angeles. Do you think it's going to sound good? Because like every time I've been to a rap show, like the live part of it's not that great. You know? For the most part. What do you mean? Like rap shows don't really lend themselves to like being live. It feels like a lot of the time. Like t- as far as being televised? Like just the actual performance. I don't know. I've yeah, because... We've both been to rap concerts that were like fucking awesome though. No, I mean, but I think that was because of like we were like in the crowd. You know? I like it. That's one way to put it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if I watch the video of it... <laughs> Like if you watch, if you watch a video of a rap show, it's not that good, you know. Like, well, it depends. No on one who's listens doing to the it. live version of "Forget About Dre." Like, let me listen to the live one. Because everyone's like, just like, "Oh," but then like, there's that. But I still remember going to Vin Staples. That shit was kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, Schoolboy Q is still my favorite concert ever. Because mm-hmm. like it's a there's like because an Earl concert would be like, oh, this is like chill, you know. Yeah. But Q is gonna bring like a different kind of energy, mm-hmm. and I think. Snoop Dogg's probably gonna do some hits hits because if he go if he plays like the drop it like it's hot. Hopefully they don't do forgot about drinking. Like, what did they say? I forgot. Eminem's gonna be there. God damn. Yeah, it, they're bro. gonna do that song. They're gonna. <sighs> Y'all know me. <laughs> I'm like sixty. <laughs> I'm like sixty. Oh. I really want to stop doing this shit, bro. <laughs> Oh, my Beats money I fucking spent. <laughs> I'm out of breath. <laughs> I feel like Snoop will still uh, bring this shit. With Mary J. Blige, what song are they going to do? Oh, him and, her and Kendrick can do... Um, was that him and Mary J. Blige on... My fucking A Now or Never, right? Everywhere I go, they show me so yeah, much it's, love. Yeah, it's Now or Never, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's like... He looks like such a little kid in that. Dude, yeah. I don't know why that gives me goosebumps. Like, this 2011, like, 12, like... Just you know, <laughs> what was up with that, bro? That was like a thing, and then like people had like little uh, little things in their eyebrows. Remember that? Oh, people Jesus. used to like shave like a line in them. What was that even about? I don't know, dude. I think it was Tumblr taking over the world, kind of. You know? No, dude. It's still resonating. We still feel the ripple effects of Tumblr to this day. Yeah. Remember when Tumblr got like uh, bought by like yeah, I think it was Yahoo or something. They bought them and they put a bunch of ads on there, and then all of the people like that were on there like moved over to Twitter. Do you remember that? I think so. It was around the time Twitter was, got less funny and became more political, I felt. So it was like 2015, 16. Yeah, it was around that well, time. But Twitter was kind of dead in 2014. Remember we talked about it, like it was years dying. ago. It was, it was dying. dying in 2014 because we're like, nothing's funny anymore. Then Trump was like, look at my African American over there. And we were like, what? What? Can you just say that? That guy wants to be the president? <laughs> we're like, no way he wins. I remember election night. That shit was crazy. Oh, dude, that was so weird. That was insane. Like, uh, 
I, I forgot. I was in Kansas City, I think, and we were all watching it like on the TV. You know, you basically watch it like a sports event. You know, because like right, you're just like, like boom, Nevada, fuck yeah, three <laughs> more points, baby, let's go. <laughs> and then Trump just hit like 15 threes in a row. It felt like you know? <laughs> Donald Trump was like the fucking Tracy McGrady <laughs> comeback. He was just like stealing the ball, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, bang, bang, <laughs> <laughs> the fucking spike. <laughs> <laughs> like uh Trump from Michigan Bang! I remember telling someone like they were like really worried you know they were like super worried that Trump was gonna win and I was like don't worry about it all the polls are saying Hillary's gonna win it's like a, it's gonna be an easy game you know it was like but who answers polls <laughs> losers <laughs> yeah exactly who even answers those things but like I was like all the polls say you know she's gonna win they're usually right you know they're usually like on point and uh then they woke up and I was like yeah so Donald Trump's our president now. <laughs> they were like, wait, what? I was like, yeah. What a weird world we live in. What a blur of a four years, dude. I know, dude. But like SNL, I think a lot of things were like, they kind of cashed in on it. They were sensationalized. You know? Yeah. And they yeah. always thought, there's people who still talk about him all the time, like Jimmy Kimmel. I'm like, he's not even president anymore, bro. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Move, you know? Like Colbert, you know. It's a new material. Huh? Yeah. I'm like, every week they got new material. Every day they got new material, bro. It was... You know, I think they liked it low-key, Well, I think they're always just looking for a scapegoat. The same thing with, like, the Rogan shit now, you know? It's always on some fucking... What? Like, I watched some Trevor Noah clip the other day, and, like, Tim Dillon talked about it a little bit. I'm just like, fuck, relax. What, Trevor Noah? Yeah, Trevor Noah's, like, hit or miss for me sometimes. I think he seems like a guy I'd hang out with, like, at the most, you know? Yeah, I think you could disagree with him, and you wouldn't want to kill yourself about it, but... Colbert seems unbearable at this point. No, I, I don't really like him anymore, man. I used to think he was like kind of fun. Yeah, he, he used to be like edgy and shit, you know? But then you realize, oh no, um, fucking uh, Jon Stewart was really the edgy one. No, Jon Stewart was like actually a really smart guy. You know what I mean? Highly intelligent. He wasn't like a nerd. I feel like Stephen Colbert just a nerd. Well, because you see other... You see comedians go on his show and they're just like... This is unbearable. Yeah. That's what. That's why Kimmel's been getting a lot more love lately because he kind of is just like. I think he's playing off of the dislikability of Fallon and uh, Colbert, so he's just like, I'm. I'm just. Uh, I'm just chilling, you know. I don't but know. He's I mean, like Kimmel's a lower. He's almost the bottom. I no, think. I don't like Kimmel much at all. But uh, I miss Conan. I wish I would have been like watching Conan more. Man, Conan's so nice. So so good. And he always has like kind of weird people on, which I liked. It was like kind of David Letterman esque, you know. I mean, I think we are uh, past the era of talk show stuff like that. But also, we aren't in the way of podcasts because you know you can get people who come on a podcast and they're like, "Leave me, <sighs> not even leave me," because that's not <laughs> a good example. Yeah, leave me. So what's up with that one thing you said a couple of years ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people get on podcasts and ruin their careers. I think that's way better because it's. You know, it's hard to PR it up because it's like a long format. Oh, yeah, you know, because sure. like going... at some point you're going to talk about something. Yeah, I would love to talk about my drunk driving back in the 80s and 90s. Let's do it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Just get like Tim Allen on something. Be like, yo, what's up with that? He's like, yeah, I was like Al Pacino basically for like a good portion of my life, <laughs> and now I'm Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> like that well, was not a... anymore, I guess. They got the character name. That was my nickname when I was smuggling. They called me Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> It was Buzz at. <laughs> hey! <laughs> ah! <laughs> I got this idea for a show called Home Improvement. It, it's, um... I think if I had to rank, like, you know... What welcome to the bounce where we rank uh, talk show people. But, um, <laughs> welcome back to the bounce! I, I think Conan's number one. I, I think he was my favorite ever there's ever been, you know? Yeah. He's, he's funny enough. He, like, helps people, like, get their jokes off, you know? He always plays, like, the straight character. He can be funny. He can be a little more, like, goofy. You know? He's, like, really good with most people. Yeah, bro. He let the moth joke happen. Yeah, you know? And, like, that's a long-ass joke, you know? Like, most people would just interrupt the whole thing and just end like, it. Where like, is this going? Yeah, like, I think Jimmy Kimmel does that a lot. And I also think Stephen Colbert does that. He doesn't let people get jokes off because he wants to look good. You know? Because it's his show. Yeah, he's like, well, that's ridiculous, Bill Burr. That's a ridiculous statement. I'm like, he's have like, you ever... Why did you say that? He's like... Help me out here, you know? Yeah, and he's not doing it to, like, set him up, you know? Like, oh, that's a horrible, haha. You know, he's like... Like, I remember when Bill Burr was bombing on that one talk show where he was sitting in that weird, like, chair, right? And they were, like, trying to take the chair away. He's like, no, this is the only thing I have going for me. Oh, uh, that little, like, Google interview thing? Yeah, for um, yeah. F is for Family, right? Yeah, he's, like, like he was, sitting on it. He was making, like, you know, he's doing pretty, like, not great jokes and stuff, but, like, I don't know. The host was at least even trying to, like, ease him into it a little bit. 
But then, I, I don't know. I think that guy fumbled his way into it. Oh, I mean, 100%. You didn't know? know what I was talking about. Because if I was doing an interview, I'd be like, Hello, Mr. Bird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge fan. <laughs> I don't know how I'd ever interview somebody. I know you way more than you know me. <laughs> I just feel like I look creepy on him, you know? Bro, like, uh, Theo Vaughn's interview with him is horrible. Like, oh, horrible. Yeah, we don't have to talk about it. I thought that was going to be fun because I really like both of them, you know? But it was, uh, they didn't click. <laughs> I started one with him and Sarah Silverman. 30 seconds and I shut it off immediately. With Theo Vaughn? No, it was uh, Bill Burns, Sarah Silverman. She was like, we, she did that weird thing where she was like, we, we hate each other. We're like a brother and sister. We fight a lot. He's like, what are you talking about? We don't fight a lot. He's like, yeah, well, we fight like siblings. And he was like, okay. Yeah, what are you trying to do? And he's like, what is, what is this? Yeah. Sarah Silverman, I never thought was that funny anyway. There's so. a weird period where I was like, I don't think she's intolerable. And then it happened. Uh, I liked it when her and Norm were doing the YouTube thing. That was fun. I don't know about With, uh, that. It, well, they were doing the YouTube awards, and this is like before YouTube was like, you know, it, it was like commercial, was but like, it wasn't like commercial A-list commercial, you know? But he was, he just showed up in like a hoodie and sweatpants. Yeah, he was wearing a fucking hoodie, bro. He, <laughs> he, he looked like he got fucking stung by a bee, bro. He was like huge. Oh. You know, and he and he was just shitting on the people, bro. <laughs> like He like, up, like really didn't want to be there, but it, you know, he made the most of it. That's it's great, because like, they have to pay you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. What are they going to do? They already booked you, you know? But Oh, my God. I also just got his book, finally. Really? How's yeah. that? I ordered his book like three months ago, and I forgot about it. I got a call. I thought it was a bill collector. They were like, are you Christian? I was like, no. They were like, well, we're Barnes & Noble. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm Christian. Christian. It's the IRS, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Psych. <laughs> but they were like, we finally have your book or whatever. I was like, oh, great. It's pretty good. There's, like a, whole, there's a section that says like best uh, weekend update jokes of all time. And the first joke is a Chevy Chase joke, right? It's a, re- it's a really good one. And then I thought it was going to be everyone, like, you know, all the Weekend Update hosts, like, throughout the chapter. No, just the funny ones. No, it's just Chevy Chase and then him. <laughs> like, it's like the next 24 are just him, and that's, like, the whole thing. I'm like, oh, okay, nice. Um, who? <laughs> I don't want to get too much into SNL lore, because we were like, James Harden and strip clubs, Andre Drummond stats. Uh, man, how do you feel about Conan? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take a piss. 